to the Grace on a Mission podcast, Reflections on the Depth and Width of God's Love for Us. Grace on a Mission is a weekly podcast of the sermons from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Garland, Texas. We invite you to visit us at gloriadaygarland.org. I have a confession to make. I am addicted to coffee. I'm sure some of you share that issue. Um, I I would like to say that when I open my eyes in the morning, the first thing I think of is, thank you, God, for this day. But I must confess that sometimes it's the coffee pot. That's the first thing I do in the morning. I go to the coffee pot. It's my little vice. It always has been. I have moments when I'll have more than several cups a day. We all have things in our lives that we need to confess. Sometimes it's the really difficult things. Sometimes it's more trivial than a cup of confessing we are coffee addict. Sometimes it's confessing our failures. Sometimes it's confessing that we've done something wrong or we've hurt someone. Sometimes we have to confess to ask for forgiveness from someone else or from God. Today I want to talk about a different kind of confession, though. One that Peter makes in this gospel, a very significant moment for Jesus' ministry and for the disciples and for us. We hear this familiar question that Jesus asks the disciples Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answers, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Important words. Why are these so important at this particular time? Well, let's take a look at it. First of all, where this is happening is very significant. Something that we often don't realize, that the location oftentimes of Where Jesus is when these sort of moments happen with the disciples is very important. Where they are, it says, in Caesarea Philippi. Let me give us a little bit of a history lesson here. This is from Professor of New New Testament, Audrey West. Caesarea Philippi is about 30 miles north of Galilee, where most of Jesus' ministry has been so far. It was near a trade route, that connected Tyre in the west to Damascus in the northeast. A nearby cave housed a great spring that fed one of the sources of the Jordan River. The cave and spring had long served as a sanctuary dedicated to the Greek god Pan. Greek inscriptions and niches carved into the rock still visible today suggest dedications to other pagan gods as well. In addition to the polytheism represented at the site, signs of power and authority were on display as well. A couple of decades before Jesus' birth, Herod the Great, remember Herod, had built a temple near the spring in honor of Caesar Augustus. 
By the time Jesus and his disciples visited the region, Caesarea Philippi had been given over to the auspices of Herod's son, Philip the Tetrarch, who established the city as the administrative center of his government. By the time the Gospel of Matthew was written, people were likely aware that the Roman commander who led the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 CE had returned with his troops to Caesarea Philippi in celebration of their victory. So, Jesus' question, who do you say that I am? It's not just a, a little test. He's asking this question at the intersection of economic trade, religion, and the power of the empire. It's a question not simply about Jesus' identity, as if this was some sort of test, but it's a question about who their allegiance is to. It's a question we need to ask ourselves today. Is our allegiance to Christ, our Messiah, the one who has saved us from sin and death? Well, we confess that every week, don't we? We confess in the words of the Apostles' Creed, which we will do once again. These words that become so familiar to us that many of us have them memorized because we've said them over and over and over over, the, over years and years. Yet, like a lot of words we recite over and over, we forget their meaning and their significance. So today, as we read those words once again, I ask that you consider that we are confessing the same thing that Peter is confessing, that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, and that he is our Messiah. Powerful words, very important as we confess many different things in our lives today, and we have allegiance to many things. Sometimes those things and those people take over more allegiance in our lives than Jesus Christ. Yet we are called as Christ's followers to give our full allegiance to Christ and ask what that means. Well, one thing that means, as we're reminded in the lesson from Romans that was read earlier, is that when we confess that Jesus is our Lord, we are reminded also that God has given us gifts. He's given us gifts right from the get-go from our baptism. The gift of life and salvation, the gift of grace, and even specific gifts. Did you know that you have specific God-given gifts? I really believe that. That each of us has gifts. Certainly we have different, you know, skills and, you know, some of us are really fast typers or, or certain skills. And those are important too. But there's very specific gifts that we hear that God has given us. And, and these gifts are given to us so that we can bless others. Let's hear some of those gifts. We, we have gifts that dif differ. <clears throat> Actually, let me go a little before that because it's important to note that those gifts are part of the one body, right? For as in one body, we have many members. You are members of that body. And not all members have the same function. 
So we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one another. We're members of one another. I love that. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith. Have any of you ever considered, considered yourself a prophet? Ministry in ministering. The teacher in teaching. The exhorter in exhortation. The giver in generosity. The leader in diligence. The compassionate in cheerfulness. Those are huge gifts. Gifts that are needed so desperately in the church. And as I speak to you this morning, each of us has gifts not unlike these that are named. And there's other places in the Bible where different gifts are named. Ephesians is another place we can go to hear about what gifts God has given so that the church can grow, so that the church, you and me, you and me, can bless other people. And when those gifts are used with integrity, we indeed do bless others. I mean, think about it. When you are generous, as it, and it says uh, the giver in generosity, when you are a generous giver, not only of your money, but of yourself, your time, your listening ear to someone else, your caring hug, your phone call, your text, when you are generous with that, you bless others. And you do that because you have confessed that Jesus is your God, your Lord, and God has given you the Holy Spirit so that you can in turn bless others with your gifts. Or, or um, maybe you are one of those people that's an exhorter. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm sharing exhortation, and actually that's one of the gifts that um, has come up on, on little spiritual, attest, spiritual gift assessments I've taken in the past, that I am an exhorter, which means I like to talk about Jesus Christ and, and use my, my skills of speaking to others. And sometimes those words need to be quiet words of compassion or hope or help or love. And perhaps you have that skill as well. If you are in communication and you have to speak to others and you feel like you're very skilled at that, you might have the gift of exhortation. And we could go to each, and of course, teaching. Right now, we've been talking so much about the significance of teachers right now. And I have teachers in my family and I'm, I'm watching what they're having to adjust to. And it's, it's really amazing what they're able to do. And so thank you, teachers, for, for living out your vocation, for the gifts that God has given you to teach young people, especially right now, to help them grow and to learn so that they can grow into mature adults and perhaps be teachers themselves. So we have these gifts because we've confessed that Jesus is the son of the living God. We have these gifts that we can share willingly with others. And when we do that, others are blessed. May we readily confess today and every day that Jesus is the son of the living God who takes away the sin of the world. 
And may we freely live into the gifts of grace that God has given us so that our neighbor is blessed with God's love today. Amen. You've been listening to Grace on a Mission. Please join us next week as we explore the depth and width of God's love for us. We invite you to visit us at GloriaDayGarland.org.